0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: of Christian Theology and the Shield of uh, Classic Apologetics, this is the Bellator Christi Podcast, and this is your host, Brian Chilton. Oftentimes, people think of apologetics as being a heady intellectual pursuit, unconcerned about matters of the heart. While apologetics concerns itself with intellectual matters and the training of the mind, one must understand that apologetics is also a branch of a larger spectrum that is known as evangelism. A strong case could be made that apologetics is part of one's discipleship effort too, as one must be, as Paul says in Romans 12:2, transformed by the renewing of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. Seeing that apologetics is often intellectual, it's easy for one to lose sight of the greater challenge and the greater goal, not winning arguments, but winning souls for Christ. For this to take place, the apologist must understand the great value there is in relationships. Today, we're going to talk with Chaplain Jason Klein about the importance of relational apologetics. So join me now with my interview with Chaplain Jason Klein.
2: Welcome to the Bellator Christi Podcast, where we take up the sword of Christian theology and the shield of classical apologetics. Uh, Coming to you live uh, from the Carolinas to the world, this is your host, Brian Chilton, and we thank you for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, We have a very special podcast today. Uh, On the phone with me is uh, Brother Jason Klein, Mr. Jason Klein. I guess I should say Reverend Jason Klein. Uh, Jason has a Master of Divinity in Theology uh, from Liberty University. He also has a Bachelor of Science in Multidisciplinary Studies, uh, particularly in uh, Religion and uh, Biblical Studies, I believe, if I've got that down right. Uh, religion and business, excuse me. And uh, he also serves, uh, also at Liberty University, uh, where he received his Bachelor of Science. He currently serves as a chaplain for the With Hospice of Southwest Virginia, uh, which is part of the With County Community Hospital. Uh, he has served as pastor. He is also an apologist, uh, seeking actually now, to begin an apologetic ministry uh, that he is uh, that he has up and going at this present time. So, Jason, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Bellator Christie podcast. Well,
3: thank you, Brian. I'm, I'm glad
2: to be here.
0: It's a long time. Well,
2: I'm, I'm sorry, I missed the last part. Oh, absolutely. If if there's a little breakup, uh, I apologize to everyone, it's uh probably coming from my cell phone that uh has a mind of its own sometimes. Um Well tell us a little bit about your uh about yourself and your salvation experience. Well,
0: um as a child I- Every Sunday um, with my mother and my stepfather, and um, you know, faith was was something that was a part of my life. I guess you say it wasn't really my whole life, Uh, it was just something that I kind of did. Especially uh, towards uh, college students, is because when I went off. that's when I began to actually utilize that and it was because I was able to uh, really Absolutely. What, yeah. Uh, so, I guess you say it was there. I, uh, the Lord had just really um, lit a fire under me, and I, I have to look back. So, um, I've been uh, dedicated to Him and, and uh, commit my life to Him every day. Um, because I'm sure you know,
2: too, sometimes it takes back. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, you and I, we've talked. Actually, we were noting this before the podcast that we have uh, spoken quite a bit by uh Facebook messages but this is actually the first time we've had a chance to speak uh well voice to voice I guess you would say <laughs> and uh, the 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 good news is also uh we, we're both we have a lot in common in fact uh we we both know a great man of God one uh, uh Dennis Shaw and uh, I've tried to get Dennis on the podcast, but I haven't quite talked him into co- on to coming yet, just yet. But uh, and uh, also both Liberty grads. So and and also coming up this October, uh, God willing, we're planning to uh, uh, to to go down to Charlotte to the National Conference on Christian Apologetics. So one thing's for sure, uh, these two Liberty boys going down there. The conference will never be the same. <laughs> I there you go. Well, we also both have a passion and desire for apologetics. Uh, what caused you to get involved with apologetics? You
0: know, interestingly enough, uh, I never really heard of apologetics. Um, and I feel kind of, um, uh, I don't know what to say, uh, uh, behind you know, coming into this late in the game Um, at such an older age. I feel like I've I've spent a lot of my younger life just uh, kind of blowing my time. But, um, you know, uh, I was introduced to apologetics.
2: Here here we go. We we're back. Um we apologize everyone we had a little bit of a break up uh in a conversation here but uh, but you were saying it, you you were it was when you were attending a church that you saw the need for apologetics. What exactly is Sozo ministry? I've never heard of that before. Wow. Wow. and this and this shows the importance of apologetics because apologetics isn't it's 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 not something that's opposed to theology it's actually ingrained in theology uh wouldn't you say
0: uh uh-huh. uh
2: exactly exactly um and you're you're in a unique position uh to a- allow theology and apologetics to have a great influence uh in individuals lives towards the end of their earthly existence before they enter into eternity, uh, being in in the hospice chaplaincy that you are. Now, you mentioned something to me before about relational apologetics. Um, How would you define relational apologetics, and how do you incorporate apologetics into your chaplaincy ministry? very simple. um, uh, Unfortunately for me, the majority of my patients are Christian or
0: have been raised in the the, uh, Christian tradition uh, well enough to to know um, and even make a profession of faith. But really more of what I do is do a lot of reassurance and affirmation.
2: times before too on that. And and even Habakkuk, I was just uh, flipping through the scriptures and uh, noticed in Habakkuk chapter one verse two, he cries out, uh, "O Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear?" So, I mean, that is in itself a question that he's asking God a particular thing, uh, desiring answers. And like you say, John the Baptist is, I think, a, a huge example to use. You could probably say were a big comfort until they opened their mouths, and then it all went haywire after that. Oh yeah,
3: then we have the rest of
0: the book of Job. Exactly. Uh, yeah, which I thank God for that because you know it, it, it gives us a lot of um, insight into the nature and person of God, and, and also uh, you know
2: the, the struggle of life. Absolutely. You know, how God and i love your approach and how you deal with these with these issues and i think we could use a lot more of that not only in the apologetic world but but as as pastors and and uh, oh, for heaven's sakes even on social media we see it where where we uh as you guide the process you guide the conversation through questions and really allow the person you're guiding the process but you allow the person to come to the conclusion themselves and I think that's a just an absolutely brilliant process that you use there uh, for uh, in, in engaging people, uh, especially at the end of life and uh, in, end of life on this this side of eternity. But uh, you know, I think that's a good process not only for them but anytime. You know, it it makes it personal. Uh, it, it would seem. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very personal, very relational. You know, my first goal is to build
0: relationships and build trust. Because a pastor told me once, he said, nobody cares. Nobody's going to care what you have
2: to say until
0: they know that you care. Amen. I have found that to be so true in my experience. And then after that, it's really just listening. Um, Of course, I went through some training uh, at Lake Forest Baptist Medical Center with some clinical pastoral education. But more on the apologetic side of things, uh, I Geisler and McDowell have a book called Conversational Evangelism and that's really I guess you can say that's really uh, a very similar approach to
2: you know, uh, what I do every day is just listening for, to those sour notes you know, in the dialogue you know, just listening for those cues that are going to raise that red flag uh, and cause you to ask questions Greg Kokel and, has a book called Tactics uh, that's that Some some of the tactics that he uses in that book sound, Sounds very familiar uh, Jason, we're running out of time I want to get your comment uh, We're, we're going to go over the 30 minute spot But that's okay We have, uh, as uh, our regular listeners know We have about 15 minutes extra Allotted to us uh, That we call overtime So if you're listening to the podcast live uh, if You need to call in To listen to the duration of the podcast uh, Or wait for the podcast To be available uh, immediately after the show. But I want to get uh, your thoughts and opinions on on one more thing before we close out. And let me just say this has been a wonderful interview, and I hope that we can get you back on very, very soon. Um, Jason, you're in a unique position because you have served as pastor, uh, chaplain, and uh, a, a teacher and apologist how do you or oh, excuse me, let me rephrase that. What do you see as some of the most pressing issues uh facing society and and really even the church in this day and time? Well i believe um, Brian that there's there's a lot of, I don't think there's any one single answer to that um, I want to speak towards the church because that's where, where my heart passion is and i and
0: I just believe belief uh, in the
2: Theological statement in and of itself. (laughs) you Well, you know, my friend, you know, it... I remember we were speaking, both being Liberty guys. Uh, I remember in a in the Baptist history class, I believe it was that right before the great awakenings that have taken place before, there was uh, as you mentioned a, a slumber that took place in the church. You know there was uh, times of moral depravity. So you know I, I'm with you. I'm praying for another great awakening. Uh, another great awakening takes place, and you know, hey, God's done it before, and He can certainly do it again.
0: Versus, um you know, making that transition and, and trying
2: to reach out. Um, so it's just a
0: matter of time. It's just a matter of time.
2: Amen. So we need to keep well, Jason, my friend, it has been a joy and honor and privilege to have you on with us today. And, hey, let's do this again real soon. You too, my friend. For Jason Klein, this is Brian Chilton, and this has been the Bellator Christie Podcast saying God bless and remember the truth shall set you free. We'll see you back next week.
4: Southern Evangelical Seminary presents The Defense Never Rests. National Conference on Christian Apologetics coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, October 13 through 15, 2016. Come be equipped to defend the faith. This three-day event features over 100 sessions from more than 50 speakers, including many of the world's top Christian thinkers, such as Lee Strobel, author of many books, including The Case for Christ. Jay Sekula, Chief Counsel for the American Center for Law and Justice, SES Co-Founder Norman Geisler, and SES President Richard Lamb, Veteran Apologist Josh McDowell, Frank Turek, J. Warner Wallace, SES professors, and many more. Join us for America's largest and longest-running apologetics conference. Thursday is a dedicated day for women only. Register now and save. It's time to get off the sidelines and get into the game. The defense never rests. To learn more, visit ses.edu. Southern Evangelical Seminary, on campus, online, on mission.